Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of Is This Making Sense? Dialogues on the pursuit of wisdom, balance, leadership, and everything in between. My name's Eric Johnson. I'm here with Seth Gray, and today we're going to talk about traditions. Now, I, I completely feel inadequate talking about this, but traditions are very important, and they've been going on for thousands of years. And it's, I, I just feel like, you know, this is something that I'd like to talk about on the podcast and we're talking about on the podcast, but I also feel inadequate because there's just so much richness historically on traditions. And, uh, you know, I, I just have my 38 years of traditions. Yeah. I mean, when I started, this all came out of my, my birthday was last week. And so I thought about the fun things that we did for my birthday. And I thought, well, what, what would be, can we do a podcast on this? And so I started reading some stuff and I realized really in the West, generally in the West, we just don't have as many traditions because our country's pretty young, but also it depends on what what faith you have certain faiths have a lot of traditions so if you're like jew if you're jewish they've got a lot i mean they have age old you know beginning of the earth trans, uh, traditions and so and different you know different uh, nationalities and and uh you know what do you, never nationalities have stuff as well so i just feel like we as white anglo-saxon people in the west we don't have a ton <laughs> to go on that's historic but at the same time we do have the ones we have and i, and I thought it'd be fun to talk about really the importance of them um and so i, I first wanted to say like i just want to say this like uh, just a disclaimer the traditions that you currently have they all started from somewhere they all stopped I me mean, even just celebrating a birthday. Somebody came up with the idea that, you know what? You were born this day 365 days ago. We should celebrate that. Like we take for granted what we have. And so I say that to say, if you don't have any today, we're going to, if you don't have, if you have the ones you have and you wish you had more, you can change that. You can change that today, tomorrow. You can change it whenever you want. And so uh, we're going to talk a lot about that, but I just want to first start to say that whatever you have right now, we can adjust that and we can do, we can start today. I love that. I love that. You know, it's so funny. You talk about traditions. Um, Every now and then I'll be going to Israel for business for various reasons. And there's a friend of ours over there and his name is Silo. And Silo is an Argentinian Jewish uh, guy. He's, he's he's just like a big guy. He's like 6'3". He's got a big beard, big voice, big voice. And he's just a super nice guy. And, and I feel like everybody in Israel knows Silo. And I've been over there and we've taken different groups for different business trips. And he'll, he'll, he'll he's a tour guide. And he'll take you to all the traditional sites in Israel in Israel and he'll take you to where things actually happen that you read about in the Bible or mm-hmm. you read in other historical documents where you know uh, the Romans came over and took over and this is what the Romans built and then this is what the original uh, Jewish people built and you know it's just amazing and I've been over there and, and I've been at different sites different what they call holy sites and I've been there with groups of people where the, the people will just have these emotional breakdowns because this is a historical site. And after a while of being over there with Silo and people would have these just these emotional moments that were just so powerful to them in their faith, uh, we would move on and and, and I'd, I'd get alone with Silo and I'd say, Silo, that really happened there? And he'd give me a smile and this big Argentinian Jewish Israeli accent who go tradition and, and he would say that's the traditional site do we know with 100% certainty no but traditionally historically that's just where we claim that happened and 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 it was just interesting to think about that traditional place over in Israel and that quote holy land holy site brought out so much emotion out of from a visitor from a tourist and it's so important that we hold on to that. And I don't want to go back and go to that person that I saw that had that emotional moment because I've had those emotional moments when I've traveled over to Israel. 
and and say, well, you know, just so you know, that traditional site, we don't know 100% certainty. That just crushes it for them. <laughs> so it's like, hold on to that tradition, you know? Yeah, I mean, the, one of the things I want to talk through is like, what is the value of a tradition? What do they do? And, and think, touching on what you're saying, traditions provide a source of identity. You know, so if you identify as somebody from the Jewish faith and, and you look back, oh, this is where, you know, we believe that this happened. Like, that's a big deal. Your identity is based on where this is and what the story is and, and how your lineage is from it. So there's a lot of identity in your traditions. And you could take that even more simply, like, you know, in, in you know, if, if like if your family has a yearly, uh, yearly football game, like I know a lot of people have like a Thanksgiving football game and the winner of that, like there's a lot of identity yearly in that football game and what team and who won and stuff like that. So all that to say these repeated routine traditions have a lot of value. Uh, another thing, uh, another one is they stream strengthen a family bond and speaking of that same thing like i mean it could be any any number of ways that it happens but it's that same football thing you know our family gets together every year it doesn't matter where you are we stop we fly in we drive in we're going to have this football game and it's going to be the 17th annual johnson family football game we you know that sort of thing it strengthens that family bond you can have all kinds of disagreements before but we're going to play football together and that's our thing and after it you're, you're laughing and so like there's just a lot of, of value to it um another one uh it, it offers comfort and security. You know, um, a lot of them can be ritualistic. And so, you know, maybe it's a tradi- tradition when you turn, like, well, again, in the Jewish faith, I keep bringing them up, but like when you, what is it, the bar mitzvah, I think, is it when you're 15, 16, 13? 13. You, you, you have this you have this ritual and and you there's a comfort and security knowing oh I've reached this new level I've reached this milestone and so I just think the traditions do a lot of really great things and I think some of us some of us come from families that have a history of doing them well and so it paints that picture of how to do them and and you have this structure in place and some of us may not and so I want to encourage us if you, it, I don't know where you are maybe you've had them all your life and you're bored with them and you don't appreciate their value let's let's remember what their value is or maybe you have had a ton and you and you felt like well my family didn't do that so i just don't have it and i want to remind you that no they happened because somebody had that idea to have it and so it could be your idea today to start them i love that i love that because uh not to jump ahead but what you what you're saying is is you i would, I would just say fight for those traditions you know it's interesting that we we because of your birthday brought this topic up to you and i but it's it's something I've been seeing a lot of, and that's people preparing for Thanksgiving. And because of COVID, everybody's like, "Oh, you know, you you need to stay at home. You need to not do your your family tradition. It's going to look different." And and granted, I I understand I, I I understand that this is a crazy time, and and this is a real virus. But I I wouldn't just say, "Hey, we're going to settle for the face uh, the the virtual Zoom Thanksgiving." I'd really try to fight for it. I'd really try to fight, you know, do whatever it is. Whatever your family needs to do to be together around Thanksgiving, do it. Don't don't let the circumstances of this world, you know, in traditions. Fight for them, especially this year. Yeah, I would Yes, I put a disclaimer there that you know if you have a grandma who really just can't see, can't yeah, see yeah, yeah. I get, don't I kill your that. grandmother this, no, this Thanksgiving. No, Seth. no <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> what I'm saying is just, just don't wave the white flag. I think that yeah, I think absolutely. this year, I think traditions are a huge thing this year, and a lot of them had to be broken. And I totally yeah. get that. A lot of summertime family traditions, whether it's yeah. it's people being having having the means to be able to go to a lake or a beach or whatever it is, you know, you've missed out on that Fourth of July family tradition. I I totally get that, but I'd I'd encourage you to start fighting for them to keep them and and not letting this the world tell you what you can and can't do now. 
I love it. Yeah, I think that's a good a good encouragement. Um, we got to start back to life at some point. Uh, why not? Why not now? Um, one of the other things, there's two other things I want to mention that I think that traditions do well. They create lasting memories. Seth, if you think back in your childhood, it's so funny the things that we do and don't remember. But yeah. I guarantee you, if you think back through your childhood, you could probably think of three or four or five memories all based around some sort of tradition in your house, whether it was a birthday or Christmas or something in your family. It's, it, they create lasting memories because generally there's some sort of a peak moment. Yeah, I, I 100%. And, and a lot of times when it comes to family traditions, um, it's it's probably probably met with oh this is just such an awful tradition we do but you know and and traditions per, for me are the catalyst of the memory yeah so the tradition sparks the memory of do you remember what happened that year it's like we went out to go caroling we went out to go do this and then something happened with mom or dad or you know brother or sister where it was some funny memory and you know the tradition was the catalyst for you remembering you know that good time i remember you know my mom and dad they did a lot um for us growing up and one of the things that they were always doing especially around the holidays was was making sure that we are giving back in some way and i'll never forget there there were many thanksgiving and christmas times where we were putting together and i'd walk into the kitchen really and this is this is what it would would, would happen i'd walk into the kitchen and my mom was literally boxing up a meal and it was like you know your traditional Christmas Thanksgiving things, a turkey stuffing, whatever it was. Uh, and she would be boxing it up, and she'd be like, "Okay, we're going to be going to deliver this to a family right now." And I, at, at first, I was like, "Wait a minute, what? Where, what are we doing? I don't want to go." What? Do, wait a minute. And they're like, "You're going to take this meal. We've got four meals. Each of you, we're all going to get in the car, and each of you are going to go, and we're going to deliver this meal to these households because they don't have it." And I'd just be dragging my feet, mm-hmm. not wanting to go. And then we'd pull up in the driveway. And then it was like, oh, great, now it's nervous. i got to go knock on a stranger's door. How in the world are we even here? You know. And then little by little, as I was walking to the door, as I knocked on the door, as I, the person came to the door, all these emotions started happening because it was like, oh, this person's all of a sudden super grateful. This person's tearing up. I, you know, I was totally lost, totally self-absorbed, but out of that, so many emotions came in for me because my parents put me in position to give back and be generous to someone else. And by the time I got back in the car, I had all these emotions, not really able to fully process it as a, as a young kid, but that, that tradition of giving back the next year might've, Hey, we're going to go out and buy a bunch of presents and they're not for you. And we're going to go give them to some kids that might be around your age. And it's a little awkward and they're super excited because we're going to be giving back. And and we always had these traditions of giving back. And, and it's, it's just one of those things where I'm very, very grateful because it helped me realize, wow, this is a different neighborhood than mine. This is a different family circumstance from mine. I remember even some of the smells of some of the houses that I went into because I was like, this is not what I'm used to. But her tradition, my mom and dad always made us do. Yeah, I actually texted you beforehand because I wanted you to talk through this because one thing I've asked you, because I don't know if, if you do or don't know Seth or don't know him well, Seth is an anomaly in that 
he's just a good dude. Like, <laughs> like I, you know, if you, if I tell you my story, you're going to hear how I was just a, just a total heathen for, you know, 25 years of my life. Cause I just, just wasn't a good person. And, and Seth doesn't seem to have these glaring, you know, black holes in, in his story. And it's just like, how, how did you come, come out so well? What did your parents do that you turned out so well? And, and this is an example. This is one of the first things you all always say is my parents were really good about me serving others and me caring for others. And I think that was an incredible tradition that your parents started with you and your family oh yeah and and i would just say this as i've got five kids now it's extremely hard to do it's extremely hard to figure out a situation in which you're going to put your kid to help them give back and thankfully because of the local church we can get involved in what they're doing but yeah that's that's a lot of it um I, I would say this, that my mom and dad, one of the things that they, my mom always did was making sure that we'd, we'd eat around the kitchen table together. Mm. And I remember there was uh, a season I was in middle school and everybody was extremely busy. My sister was in cheerleading. My brother was doing basketball. I was doing something. My little sister was doing something. And there was like a week in which we weren't able to eat around the kitchen table at night. So my mom was so upset about that. She said, we're going to eat around the kitchen table no matter what. So she woke us all up early before school and made us all sit around and have a full breakfast. And that man, that just shows you how blessed I was to have a mom that would think like that, that this is important for us. It is a family tradition to sit around the table mm-hmm. and eat together because I'm not going to lose our togetherness because yeah. of the world's schedule. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, I'll never forget it. We, That's so great. She was so fired up that we all had to wake up super early. I don't even remember the meal. I don't remember anything other than that. My mom valued sitting around the table together. I love that. So that brings up the last thing I want to say is, is traditions, because you have this standing thing that you know is coming, it encourages intentionality. And encourages you to have to be intentional. So your your mom, uh, a tradition for her and for your family was to have. I'm not sure what the rhythm was, but a, a weekly or a, or a daily or nightly uh, meal together. And so we, she it was getting missed, and she realized I have got to be intentional if this is going to happen. So she's waking you up, and so I just think I think traditions really really inquire, inquire, uh, require you and encourage you to be intentional. Even just Christmas alone, I've got to think of what this person might like for for a gift or whatever Thanksgiving I've got to got to do something and it, obviously it depends on the tra- tradition so um, my traditions generally recently the ones that we have started in our family uh, and our friend groups uh, for me I'm, I'm generally a one that that pushes them uh, because I'm, I try to be intentional with things and so mine generally are, are oriented around encouragement and I'll just say this a lot of my traditions make people uncomfortable at first and I'll, I'll say this as you start a tradition you'll generally like you were saying especially if you have kids you're going to get eye rolls and shrug and I don't want to do this or or you get some silence because like so one of the ones that I started I guess four or five years ago now it was my friend Megan Wilson's birthday is this your birthday tradition that you did last no, week no this is a different one okay it's, I want you to share your birthday I, I, I love that one that was started it by really Sandy. challenged me uh, so th- this one started four or five years ago it was, it was my my friend's Megan Wilson's birthday and um I just thought you know what I want to do I, I think we should say we I think we should all take turns there's 10 of us in the room saying something nice that they, they, they care about Megan or some good memory. 
and and then I started it to try to get the ball rolling, and it was a little bit awkward at first. And they by the by but by, by the end, I'll just say this: it'll often, especially new ones, will start a little awkward depending on what it is. But by the end, people will be so thrilled that they did it. I bet nine out of ten times that's what happens. And now we have you know there's ten people in our friend group. Every time a birthday comes up, now we use Marco Polo to do it since we really can't be around each other every day as much as we could. Um, but we'll use Marco Polo to just send each other these send that person encouraging messages. And so my birthday was this last last uh, week and I'll tell you the most encouraging messaging I got actually was from Megan of all people the story's coming full circle shout out to Megan and she said she said this about me and again this would not have happened had we not started tradition there would have been no reason for Megan to need to be intentional to tell me this kind thing but because we started this tradition there was this outlet for it and so she said that uh, a lot of things she said that was sweet but then she said that uh, that I remind her so much of Bandit which is the the dad dog on this show called Bluey that I'm in love with. <laughs> and I'm telling you, Seth, right now in my life, there's no higher praise than Megan telling me that I remind her of Bandit, the dog from this this TV show, because he exemplifies what I believe it means to be a great dad. And so all that to say, uh, I guess encapsulating, traditions, you, you, uh, they may start a little slow with some eye rolls, but I swear um, they're these foundational things and these rhythms that we as people need and come to depend on. And so fight for them. Yeah. Yes, I love that. And I don't know how we do it, but I would love for somehow, if you've listened to this podcast, that you would share with us your tradition. Maybe you go leave it on Eric's Facebook page, or maybe you leave it on mine, or uh, our Instagram handle, Is This Making Sense? We, uh, we'd love to hear what your traditions are, because you learn from them. Hannah was literally sharing with me last week um, a family's tradition that they do every year. And she's like, I want us to start doing that. If that family hadn't shared the tradition that they do, we would have never known. We, we, we learn from people's traditions and we learn about them. Yeah. And so that's why it's not only do I want you to hear what your tradition is, but I want to learn what you're like, because you, you find out so much about family dynamics, people's individual personalities. When you hear what their traditions are. Yeah, and we've used this quote before, uh, but greater, uh, what is it? Lesser artist bardo, greater artist steal. If you see one that you like, just do it. You don't have to be creative. Oh, that looks fun. Let's do that. Just just, just do that because I've ripped off a lot of stuff. All right, well, before we wrap up, because we're wrapping up here, would you share what your birthday tradition is? Because this is what you started. I love it, and I, w- I would love to incorporate it. Okay, so four or five years ago, my, my wife, Sandy, comes from a family that had a lot of traditions, and I've learned a lot about tradition from both the flag and the Unterfer Unter family. They, they do tradition really, really well. And so uh, so Sandy comes from a family that does it well. And so she thought for my birthday, let's, let's do something fun. Eric loves games. Let's have all of our friends. At that point, it was probably like, probably like 14 or 16 people when we first started this. And let's have a tournament of games. And we're going to call it the first annual Win Eric's Birthday Turn of, Tournament of Champions. And so it consisted of two rounds. The first round, uh, we got into groups of like four. And we had four or five different games that you kind of cycled through. So something like we at the time we had a minivan. In the minivan, it has... Uh, like you could have a TV in it. And so we put Mario Kart in there. And so we go into the minivan, four of us go in the minivan and, and play Mario Kart. And then another one be like, um, you know, cor- a cornhole toss or uh, disc golf, these different things. And so you get points based on that. And so whoever has the most points gets a buy for the next round. And the next round is, is, is Sandy literally gets a bracket. She makes a full on like, you know, uh, sweet 16 bracket and you get seated into this bracket. I feel like Chase and Sandy are like long lost 
just like best friends because this is totally up his alley. Oh, and she loves, she not only, it's a lot of work, but she loves putting it together for me. So it's great. And so the, the final round, since, you know, it's, it, it, it's, it's men and women with different uh, skill sets, it's all chance. At the very end, it's all literally just chance. So paper, rock, scissor for the final rounds. Uh, a high card, you know, like you pull cards, who has the highest card. Uh, dice rolling. And then whoever is the final two um, does Eric trivia to win Eric's birthday. And so this year, and, and historically the prize was... Wait, wait, wait. So Eric trivia. So like, uh, where did Eric go to college? What's Eric's favorite color? What you, what? How old is Eric this year? You know, weird, obscure questions. These are not very obscure, but you know, this year one of the questions was, Eric has a podcast. Who's his co-host? And Derek <laughs> said, Seth Godwin. I was like, well, that's half true. That's half correct. Um, he was so, a much better co-host. So <laughs> historically, the winner has won a framed photo of me. <laughs> <laughs> I this, love it. this year we did something different where this year you were literally the winner was going to win my birthday so that if you won we would you would get my cake we would sing happy birthday to you it would be your birthday <laughs> I love it and so this year I actually made it to the finals which is great because again it's pure chance by yeah. the end it's just chance and I made it to the finals against Derek and Derek actually beat me in trivia against myself uh, to win my birthday so we, we sang happy birthday to him and again at the beginning people the first time we did this like what is this this is kind of weird we're playing dumb games and now it's like everybody's waiting for my birthday to come around because it's so fun they're competitive yeah it's super fun and and so that that was what we did so um i want to so in closing like i want to encourage you there's, there's there's lots of different ones you can do like we have a lot of traditions like daily ones like like you're saying every night we have dinner together or one of my favorite ones that sandy's doing with our kids right now is affirmations in the morning on the way to school on the same place in the car she has she has uh dad uh, Sand, uh she has excuse me she has june go through her affirmations which is I'm going to have fun today. I love my school. I love my teacher. I'm going to be brave and has her say these things out loud. And she, she does the same thing with Dash. It doesn't work quite as well. But this daily affirmation, this routine that she's come to depend on. And then another one that I've shared with you and maybe I've shared on this podcast is every night at dinner, we do our highs and lows. Mm, All right, that Ju- is good. June, tell me, your, tell me your favorite thing for the day and tell you your sad thing for the day. So that's kind of like a daily one. And then a weekly one right now, one of our weekly rhythms was with our house church as we meet every Sunday afternoon after church at the playground to have lunch together and let the kids play. This, I mean, I, I, is it a tradition or is it a rhythm? I'm not sure. Either way, we do it, and it's something our kids come to depend on. And so th- those are the, that's kind of that daily, weekly. And then there's kind of like the life change ones, the birthdays, the you got a new house, you got a new job, you got a new kid. All these things, celebrate them well. Be intentional and celebrate them well because it's important. It's really important. I love it. We could have talked about the history of traditions and some pretty major milestones and people and cultures and uh, you know, different faiths with their traditions. And, you know, I'm sorry that we didn't go into that, but I just hope that this was a reminder that you will fight for your traditions and you'll create them. Get creative, have fun. Yeah. Fight for them and create them. If anything, I hope this conversation made sense. And the fact that, you know what, I'm going to fight for my tradition this year, you know, what? and I'm going to create a new tradition this year because of the pandemic being all over. But eventually, you will value them. You will value them more than you realize. Yeah, absolutely. And so will your kids and hopefully your kids' kids. So thanks so much for listening. Have a great week. Mm-hmm.